TheOAMNetwork.com. Welcome to another episode of Sports, Sports, and Sports Queued Up, brought to you by Side Street Grill. Um, I am Quentin Bailey, the host. I am joined today by the chef of Sports Talk, as per usual, CJ. What's up, dude? What's up, man? We've got a lot to go over. We're going to go over the NBA playoffs, NFL scheduling, Kobe Bryant's last game. Uh, did you know that this is the first Monday uh, since we were in high school that Kobe Bryant wasn't an NBA player? That's crazy, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. That's nuts. Uh, so let's jump right in it. Kobe Bryant dropped 60 points on Utah in a game that going into the day matter for Utah. By tip-off, it didn't matter. Yeah, like, it was Utah settled was, before then. It was yeah. eliminated. But going into the day, so Utah was still playing for pride, trying to get 500 and all that. And Jason Whitlock. Yeah. Are you familiar with him? I am. Are you familiar with what I'm about to say? I'm yes. sure everyone is. Yeah. So he goes in on how uh, Kobe Bryant uh, is a fraudulent player. This, that, and the other. Now, the funny thing, let's say, last week we talked about, I asked a question uh, when Darnell Fisher was here. I asked, uh, which legacy was better between Peyton Manning and Kobe Bryant? Right. Now, I brought up some of the points that Whitlock said to mm-hmm. the fact that um, the legacy left on the game, Kobe Bryant was an emulation of Michael Jordan. Yeah. It had nothing to do with how great he was, you know what I mean, just legacy-wise. So, uh, so while I, I echo those sentiments... Everything else he said was bullshit, pretty much, because right. it was not on point. It had, it had, he had, even Colin Cowherd, he had sat in for Colin Cowherd. Yeah. Uh, Cowherd is my favorite sports talk host, right? Second favorite behind uh, me, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> so he even went against him. He's like, that's the dumbest thing, basically, I've ever heard. You know? Yeah. Uh, Kobe, did you know Kobe Bryant's the third all time leading scorer in NBA history? I do know that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I knew he was up there. I didn't know exactly. Because it, it, in the NBA, it just doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because right? uh, Jordan's not number one. He's still the best scorer I ever saw. Yeah, he just played a shorter career than yeah. those other guys. Uh, Kareem, Carl Malone, and now Kobe all played 20 or so years. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Kobe dropped 60. It was amazing. It was amazing. And, you know, uh, two games before that, he dropped 35, including. You know, game time, game winning shots versus Houston. Right. Uh, he went out, other than winning a championship, obviously, it was the way you want to go out in a career, especially a great career like that. Especially after the last like two years, just not really doing shit. And being having hurt. A, having a real stain on you. Being hurt. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Kind of Just tarnishing. showing you still got it, though. Yeah. Yeah. To go out like that, because um, I raised the question is someone going to try to lure him out of retirement? Yeah. Like, hey, man, you know, you, like a Golden State, come play with us, man. You know, we'll pay you 15 a year and. Just come off the bench and play, you know, or San Antonio. You know, somebody's going to win. He's not going to go play for, you know, Denver or nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I raised that question. I don't think he will. I don't either. Uh, he, you start, he's a Laker for he's life. He's a Laker for life. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I messed that up. Well, I messed up this storybook ending. Mm-hmm. There's really no good reason to do it. No. For a chance to win a championship, which you have five of already. Yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, and then you wouldn't even get credit for it. Right. You barely get credit for the first three. Exactly. You know I mean? uh, great way to go out. 60 points. You know, Shaq said he dared him to get 50. Yeah. And he said, we got 60. <laughs> you know? But, um. So that's great, man. So you know, Kobe Bryant rides on out. Great way to end it. Go up sixty points, man. Right. That's that's amazing. Um, so from that, we're gonna jump right into the NBA playoffs, where uh, the only lower seed that won was the Indiana Pacers. Right. Uh, they're losing tonight, 
It doesn't really matter. They've stolen stole one already. Advantage. Yeah. Um, now I thought the Pacers would beat the Raptors in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed on the – I missed – I didn't pick games. I picked series. But as far as being a series lead, Atlanta and Boston, mm-hmm. I was kind of torn on. I know a lot of stuff wasn't really settled last week. Like yeah. we were still waiting on a few games to happen. Yeah, yeah. it was. And uh, so uh, – but once it started, I – you know, I, I thought uh, Atlanta and Boston. I just picked Boston as flip of a coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery Bradley went down for the rest of the series. I mean, yeah. hurt him. I still think they can beat Atlanta. Um, I didn't really make picks, but I would have picked Boston also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured. I figured the Pacers, the seventh seed in the East, mm-hmm. would beat Toronto, and Portland will beat the Clippers was is my prediction. Right? right. Other than that, I think everything else is chalk. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think Detroit plays tough. Uh and it was great watching them. Uh, they just don't know how to close games. They're a young team. Right. Um though Stanley Johnson was impressive. Yeah, I heard. Um uh, defensively against LeBron James. But uh, another one year player, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But he's an NBA ready guy. Yeah, you know he is I mean? now. Yeah. Uh and I, I'll say this, man. I I think, and I'm not just saying this because he said it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I watched him play. I, he'll be the best player to come out of last year's draft. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. He's 19 years old, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of upside. He's a swing player. The 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 rookie in Minnesota. I like. You think a lot. he'll be better than Przingis? <sighs> yeah, that's Maybe the not. one, man. Because he's got all that upside. Yeah. But seven uh, foot doing all that shit. You yeah. Know? I, I'll just roll Stanley Johnson. You may as well. Since yeah. he's in my team. Uh, but anyways, so back to the playoffs. Uh, Pacers, Portland, the only teams that I thought that would uh, upset, if yeah. you will. Um, and now, Portland's a 4-5. That's kind of... Yeah, so it's a wash. Yeah, right. Much. But it would still be an upset. Cause it would be because the Clippers still, are quite a bit ahead of them. Yeah, Clippers yeah. are a championship. I'm throwing a quotation marks. Championship yeah. favorite team, right? That could be mm-hmm. for a championship. Uh, Portland was six games behind them or so. Right. So it, it, it would be a bit of an upset if you look at mm-hmm. the teams, the record. Because uh, Portland, we didn't even think would be a playoff team coming into the season. Right. Even though when we had our lower seed conversation, you said they would be the team to make it. Yeah. Um, I said Sacramento. They won two games the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let me turn my sound up here a little bit. You can't hear? I can hear really good. Is, is that better? Uh, it sounds good to me anyhow, so. Yeah. Oh. Yo, 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 yo. Can you hear me? There we go. I fixed it. All right, cool. So I was wondering why you were staring at my mouth so much, trying to read my lips, man. Uh, I'm excited. So, anyways, <laughs> so I thought uh, Portland and Indiana would be the teams that would do, do upsets. the upsets. Yeah. Uh, I thought Detroit would play Cleveland tough. They might get two games. Mm-hmm. Um. But I can I can see uh, Cleveland starting to implode just a little bit, right? Like I can see it brewing in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and um, but Detroit just won't have enough to beat them. Uh, just too young, man. Just too young. Couldn't close out the game. Reggie Jackson lost his, the only playoff veteran in the starting lineup, and he loses his cool with the technical foul, and it cost him at the end. Yeah, because it made it. Uh, he, it made like a one point, a one possession game, a two possession game, inopportune and, and time. He, he just never caught up with it. Right, and I understood his frustration. Mm-hmm. He was frustrated in the first quarter on, uh, and Stan Van Gundy, he got interviewed at the end of the first quarter, and because uh, LeBron got away with a couple push offs on the offensive end, and of right. course I'm a Detroit fan, I'm mad. You know I don't like it, but even Mark Jackson, the commentator of the game, says uh, LeBron should have three fouls right now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Those were those were fouls, right? And then Tiki Tack fouls called the other. You know, it just wasn't consistent in that first. It quarter. It just wasn't adding up, right? And Stan Van Gundy was like, uh, 
Well, he's LeBron James. He's not going to get called for fouls. Right. You know what I mean? That's just the way it goes. And uh, basically, and, and that's the way it is. You, it's not the first time this has happened. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not. And I mean, even as frustrating as that is, you got to play through it. There's nothing you can do about it. Right. right? And Detroit played well. They're young. And they you can't uh, cost your team by getting uh, technical. You can't, especially yeah. when you're the go-to guy in the end of the game. And especially when it's crunch time. Yeah. When the game's in a balance. And that's what I mean. Reggie yeah. Jackson is one of the leading scorers in the NBA in the final four minutes of games. Yeah. And uh, at one point, he was the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it fell off a little bit. But anyway, so he's Detroit's guy. That's what he's there for. Right. right? That's what he does. Uh, but, you know... The fact is, you're just not good enough mm-hmm. to beat a team when when you got a uh, three, your three uh, big players, uh, Love, Irving, and three all stars, all getting off. Right, you know what I mean. And um, yeah, they all had twenty or so apiece, right? Yeah, they combined for like eighty something points. Yeah, eighty of the hundred and six. So mm-hmm. you know, Detroit did a good job. Uh, Led most of the game, right? Yeah, majority yeah. of the game. They had. A, I'm gonna tell you a funny story, okay? Because mm-hmm. um, I had to have the PlayStation View. Cable, yeah, yeah me too. Uh, yeah, um, so it doesn't have local channels. Mm-hmm. So I went up to Side Street uh, to the Red Bar because the Red Bar didn't open to like six. The game was at two, so I sat over there and watched the game on the big screen. Just had it all to myself. And as per usual, uh, as it got to the fourth quarter, you know, the evening employees started showing up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> messing up my vibe. Man. Right. So we're getting into it. We go up seven, two minutes into the fourth. Uh, Cleveland calls timeout, gets their starters back in. Like they're not even gonna mess with it at the same time. So, uh, but so they start showing up with their Starbucks. One chick is like, "Oh, it's so cold over here." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up! You're messing up my vibe, man." <laughs> and another dude, one, one of the, uh, a gay dude that works there, wearing some women's shorts. Really? You know what I mean? And it totally threw me off, and it just I didn't like it, and. uh not hating on them or anything, but you know I'm superstitious. That's how I am. That's how I roll. So I'm blaming them for the loss. Uh, but anyways, but um, Detroit's just not good enough to beat Cleveland. Cleveland's a really good team, mm-hmm. but I see, and I said this that Cleveland would make it past the second round, and I'm still going to stick to that. Yeah, uh, especially if Miami can get Chris Bosh back. But I'm going to stick to it on the fact that I did see some of that game. I'm, they yeah. looked impressive. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, but I'm sticking to the fact that Cleveland's going to beat themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can start to see some of the frustration with them. And I still think they'll get worn down where they shouldn't have in the first round. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Detroit's going to run them. And they should be able to just clear out whoever's the eight seed. I think Detroit gets game two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think Cleveland bounces right back and steals home court. I think six will be as far as it goes. Yeah. Some people are calling seven. I, I don't see that. I do see Van Gundy making adjustments. There's a lot to make. Jeff Van Gundy, who was calling the game, Said brought up uh, putting Drummonds, who was guarding Love. Love came in to play center, mm-hmm. and when it went small, he said, "Put Drummonds on Shumpert." Yeah, you know what I mean. Because so, while Drummonds is athletic, good footwork, is a good defender, he's not going to play the perimeter. He's going to guard the rim and right. rebound. And Cleveland exposed that. It's a his bit. natural instinct. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. that's how you've been taught. You're seven feet tall. It's know? just where you're at all the time. Like, why would you? You know, yeah. you're going to naturally revert back to what you're used to doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but I think Detroit probably take game two. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland will bounce back and probably take the next two after that and send it back and get ready to close it out. But anyway, who would they catch in the second round? Miami. Miami, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so if Chris Bosch can come back, because they look really impressive, as you stated, against Charlotte, mm-hmm. uh, they can get Chris Bosch back, man. They can. Because Kevin Love can't play defense, right? Not yeah. against an athletic big. No. And uh, anybody, a big that's big or big that's athletic, he can't guard either one of them. Right. Uh, 
but he was on fire and um he's a tough guard and all that but uh Cleveland's starting to beat you could see the frustration in just one game because they it's got so been much the whole year like this I know it yeah. and that's why I feel this way it's not like I think these teams are just better one little thing sets them off mm-hmm. you know what I mean uh-huh yeah and uh you know there's no real leadership because LeBron's your leader mm-hmm but, you know, as great a player as he's been, you have to question his leadership. I think he doesn't have good followers on his team. Well, just notably so, Irving. Irving's not a good second fiddle, man, you know? Yeah, I, I would agree, and there's many reasons behind that. But I don't think LeBron's a leader. Yeah. LeBron went to Miami. Now, now LeBron did great things in Cleveland. I'm not saying about how great a player he is, but being a leader is different. Right. He went to Miami where Dwayne Wade was the leader. Exactly. That was his locker room. Right. It's you know his team. I mean? And uh, though LeBron was the best player, Dwayne Wade was the leader. Right. So it made it kind of easier to transition and just play basketball. Uh-huh. Now you're the leader. You basically play GM. You basically got your coach fired. You're the guy. You know what I mean? And he tries to lead. Some people are just sheep, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people are, are shepherds. Some people are just wolves. Yeah. You know he's I mean? not naturally. No, he's not a shepherd, man. Yeah. And, um, but Cleveland's going to be a tough out. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to disrespect their team. I think they're going to self implode. And Miami's a tough out. Uh, when they're fully healthy, right? right. So uh, I, I kind of like the way Miami looked without Bosch sliding uh, yeah. Ding down to the four. He's kind of gave give him a little bit of Him a match. Joe Johnson, issue. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it helps the perimeter game, but if you, I think to beat Cleveland, you need to be at full. Uh, it wouldn't hurt, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, so we'll go to the other side of the Eastern Conference, where I thought Indiana would beat Toronto. They, excuse me, they're losing tonight at the moment. Uh. <clears throat> Okay, I just got an ESPN update that Stan Van Gundy just got fined $25,000 for what I just yeah. said. Uh, but you know, if you're going to get fined for stating the truth, man, doesn't mean you should tell lies. You yeah, know what I mean? and maybe you know something like that can give your team inspiration, young, especially so. a young team. You well, Sheed Wallace said we're going to win game two. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Sheed. Yeah, man. Ball don't lie. But anyway, so I thought the Pacers would beat the Raptors. I don't believe in the Raptors. If I had to had picked, I would have won with Raptors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I do think Pacers are one of the more dangerous teams, just because you got superstar, the superstar, mm-hmm. yeah, and not a lot of people have that. Now I heard this, and I didn't look it up to to clarify. You know, Paul George dropped thirty three. I think mm-hmm. they said that's a Pacer playoff record. I can't even believe that. I found that hard to believe. Yeah, with the great games Reggie Miller had, scoring eight points in sixteen seconds or whatever he did, but. But uh, Indiana's got the superstar. I thought they would. Uh, they're a solid team. They played second defense. best player in the uh, Eastern playoffs, maybe behind LeBron. See, you go LeBron. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah, he's probably the second best player. Say a Thomas in Boston. No. Yeah. Um. Atlanta ain't fucking with it. Nah, man. Miami's not. Kimball Walker. No. Yeah, probably the second best player. Yeah, and that means the playoffs, something, man. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. So. I, I thought the Pacers would, would, would win this series. Um, and, you know, it's probably going to be split after tonight. Uh, and then you got Atlanta and Boston, who played a really good game. I didn't get to see it. I was, yeah, I was, I was wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um came down to the end to a finish because the Atlanta-Boston and the Detroit-Cleveland uh, game were the only ones that were not double digits because mm-hmm. the average margin of victory was apparently was like 25 points. Everything else was ass whoopings. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, almost, All I saw was ass whoopings. Dallas almost lost by 40. Now, they're playing well tonight. Are they? Yeah. yeah and I figured they would with Rick Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle's not going to take that shit uh, laying down. I, w- I was reading a thing where, uh, from Skip Bayless where he was talking about 
how bad Darren Williams is. How you don't even notice him. He was one for nine from that game. Like I said, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see the game Saturday. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going back looking, uh, getting everybody else's opinions on the games. But I mean, you don't need a whole lot of opinions for a thirty point right. <laughs> victories. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, Golden State handled. Uh, Houston, right. right? That was ugly from the beginning. San Antonio, whoop Memphis. Uh, okay, now here's my thing about the Grizzlies, right? Uh, we know that they have one legit starter on the whole active roster, and that's Zach Randolph. Yeah, right. Nobody else is a starter on any real team in the NBA. Nah, Tony Allen, but Tony Allen's injured too. Yeah, yeah, and he's a defensive specialist. Right. So he wouldn't necessarily fit uh, start on any team. He'd start on some teams, he, but yeah, yeah, but he's not a. Oh, you got Tony Allen. You, you can give him the ball. You know, even though he's been playing mm-hmm. well, he's not that guy. Right. Um, he's one of our core. He's core a role player. He, he's, a ra- he's a role player. Yeah. Um, and um, but Zach Randolph being the real legit score, uh, starter type of guy, you know, you have no look. If Memphis was full force, I would still feel like you don't have a chance against San Antonio. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a bad matchup. It is. But, uh, not having these guys. Um, and it went how I thought it would. I questioned if the Grizzlies could score 70 points. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, that's just not going to be enough. But you would have to think a full-strength Grizzly team wouldn't be playing this team in the first round. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm just saying if they caught, if they matched up in the second round, wherever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like the Grizzlies' chances that I'd give them a 0% chance against right. Spurs. Right. That's all I'm saying. Ever since we knocked them off, man, no no breathing room. If man. it was a fight, we haven't even pinched them. Right. You know what I mean? Since then, we mm-hmm. – we, Set a fire under Popovich. He didn't Apparently, like Popovich told Randolph he spent two years game planning for him. Really? After that first time we knocked him off. So, he's pretty much got Zach figured out and, you know. Well, it's the team. That's our only whip, whip him right now, though. You collapse, and then you're going to make a shoot. Right. Now, what I would like to see the Grizzlies – because what you don't want to see the Grizzlies do is just lay down and, and take it, right? Right. Play Stevenson and Carter together. Yeah. Because they're the only guys that can create anything. Um, I say play the younger guys. I heard that on someone else's show, but I, I agreed with it when I heard it. Yeah. I just believe, like, you're not going going anywhere. And I, I totally ripping someone off off of their show. Yeah, that's fine. I'm about but, to rip off Chris Vernon. <laughs> yeah, so right. Anyway, so the point was, you're not rolling with Farmer after this year. Oh, no. You're not rolling with Birdman. No. You know, put Jermichael Green in. Put, you know, uh, the young. Jamal Mumford. Mumford. Oh, Xavier Mumford. Yeah, play Mumford. These guys are playing. Play them. But, like, start them. Play them. Let them try to get some experience, you know. I'm all about. If you're going to move on with them, you know. I'm all about whatever keeps Farmer not on the court, right? Right. I I can't stand that dude. Maybe it's because he's from UCLA. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that he sucks, right? He's got big ears, a whole nine. Whatever it is, man. Like, in his head, he's Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And in real life, he's Chris Everett, you know what I mean, on the <laughs> yeah. basketball court. And uh, that's just not going to work. But anyway, so – but still doing that, you're laying down and quitting. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, this is probably going to be Vince Carter's last series of his career. You would right? think so, yeah. Uh, and he was balling out. Stevenson was balling out. They're the only two guys that can He started anything. off good, but he didn't really finish well. He didn't play. Yeah. You're talking about Carter? Carter, yeah. He didn't play in the second half. Yeah, they pulled him out, yeah. And because uh, I didn't finish watching the second half, you know. Um, I watched it all, unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't finish watching it. I don't remember what I went to watch. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Because, uh, you know. It's I hard used, to watch. I posted this on Facebook to where I was like, you know, I said the 10-point leads feel like 20-point leads. Like, you're not going to be able to overcome the 10. Right. And the way the Spurs closed out quarters, you know, San Antonio style, 
you know, Memphis is just so overmatched. They're probably the worst team in the playoffs. Oh, definitely. But they, the Spurs just started off not shooting well. Once yeah. they got in rhythm, it was over with, man. Yeah, it was they, a throttling. And careless turnovers. Right. And I don't think the score indicated, like, oh, it was just – Grizzlies just can't score points. Right. You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. We're just uh, overmatched, man. We're playing the best, Bad. one of the best teams of all yeah. time. You know? All time. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the Grizzlies, this is how every game's going to go. Yeah. They're going to try hard. They're That's why I feel like, you know, it's with the Play the young guys. Play the young guys. Let them get some reps, man. And like I said, I heard that somewhere on a show today, but I totally concur. So, uh, so the Grizzlies are done. Uh, let me ask you this. So... Which one of these series uh, doesn't end in sweeps? Because uh, I think Golden State in the sweeps, West, uh, the th- whole thing through the whole thing. Obviously, Indiana and them. I think a few in the in the East will go more than. Yeah, you know, I, I think Miami will be the only sweep if there's a sweep in the East. The only one in the West that could potentially not be a sweep: Portland, Portland and Clippers. I know. think Dallas will get a game. You think uh, so? I guess, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, Rick Carlos. I was thinking today he may be the second best coach in the playoffs. He's up there, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he'll make adjustments. Dirk's a great player. Uh, and okay, so he don't play defense. I'll probably give it to Rivers. Rivers and yeah, then probably and that's Carlo. fine. That's yeah. fine. But you know he's in that conversation, right? With them guys and uh, but you know I'm like I think Dallas will get one at yeah. least. Um, I mean if you lose by forty, you lose by one, you're still down one game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, but you have to think, uh, without doubt, top three teams. Go on, absolutely. Clippers uh, should go on, but e- who even knows? without Steph Curry, he might not play tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the ankle injury, I still don't think Houston has a chance. Like, Me either. Houston is not a good team. Sorry, Big Ken. I'm not that. sorry. I don't like Houston. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't hate them, man. You know, I don't have any kind of. It's the color red. I don't know yeah. what it is. No, seriously. I think it's a sports group that's really maybe. I've just I've yeah. never. I, I haven't liked them since. Uh, you know, Yao Ming was there. Really? I didn't have a problem with him with Akeem and them, uh, other than, you know, I kind of like David Robinson or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, so to me, I've never really hated them. They never really beat up on the Grizz. I was a former Lakers fan growing up before the Grizz got here yeah. and never really had any big run ins there. So just never really had a chance to hate them, man. Yeah. And that makes sense. Uh, do you see any of these series going seven? West? The whole thing. A uh, whole thing? Hmm. Indiana and uh, Toronto. I, I can see maybe it. Boston, Atlanta, Atlanta. And Boston, yeah, uh, and Portland and the Clippers. Yeah, uh, I think Dallas will be done in five. I think Portland will lose in five or six. I think the Clippers are going to hammer down on them. I think Pacers win in six. Cle- yeah, Cleveland in six. Uh, Miami in four or five. The East is going to be way behind the West as far as getting games done. Yeah, absolutely, because they're more competitive. Right. Um, So, uh, Chris Vernon, I was listening to his show today when I went to Subway before I uh, worked out. And um, Did you ask the guy how long it took him to prep all that stuff at Subway? No. It was two (laughs) meth-head chicks. Uh, Oh, really? It probably took him no time. Yeah. (laughs) But... um, But uh, he pointed out this stat. Now, this was just funny. There's, there's, a, there's an official named Scott Foster. Yeah. He sounds like an NBA player. I think he's playing the NBA. I've heard this also. I heard this uh, today also. But he yeah. – uh, 13 straight games that he's refereed, the road team has won. won. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Um, 
But anyway, the fix so, is in. Somebody's paying him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I hope he. I hope he's got the Detroit game tomorrow. <laughs> um, but anyway, so right now I'm gonna take a shout out to my sponsor. Where I got you come down to 35 South Florence uh, Side Street Grill. Tuesday is pasta night. Wednesday, uh, steak night. Both uh, four to nine till nine o'clock. You can come in and get them specials. Sunday is brunch. Uh, Monday through Friday is. Four to seven happy hour. Come down, get some good strong drinks, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess we got a couple hot chicks working there. If you say, you <laughs> if you say that you you come in there and you say you heard the advertisement on this show, uh, somebody hot will give you a hug. I promise. Ooh, yeah. And um, can you request who you want to hug you? No, I can't get into that right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, thirty five South Florence. Come on down, have a good time. It's behind the big ass parking garage in Overton Square. Thirty five South Florence. Mm-hmm. Behind the IHOP on Union, all that good stuff. But don't go to IHOP because they suck. Right? <laughs> I mean, if you want a stomachache, go ahead. Um, so NBA playoffs, we pretty much touched on the first round. How we think it's going to go? Yeah, West is pretty clear cut. It's going to be going to be you know a competitive series. We'll still be talking about the first round series next week, next yeah. Monday, man. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to hop on uh, NFL scheduling drop this week. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so some interesting- I don't know why I sounded so exuberant. My team's <laughs> got the hardest schedule, man. Yeah. Yeah, y'all do. Y'all yeah, in Atlanta, brutal. right? Had yeah. By percentage. Um, so Travis Bobo was supposed to join us today. He got stuck in uh, doing his job and wasn't able to make it. I'm not surprised, man. Yeah. I didn't think he'd be here. <laughs> really? I really didn't, man. I don't yeah. know why I had that yeah. in my head, but- well. Well, maybe we'll get him on soon, man. Yeah, maybe not. I, don't I was know. interested in meeting him, though. Yeah. You know? He's a trip. Oh, he's hilarious, man. He's and, one of the favorite people to read his post and, on Facebook. So, yeah. I, I probably read more. Him and Big Ken will probably read more of their shit than anybody <laughs> else on Facebook. Uh, I still owe Bobo uh, a couple of drinks from two years ago. So, that's pretty shitty of you to not pay up. Uh, right, he won't never show up, obviously. <laughs> put him. You're sitting at uh, yeah. Side Street waiting yeah, on him. I've been like, waiting on him, man. <laughs> Uh, let's pick up on it. So, but anyway, so uh, the NFL scheduling drops, and um, what'd you see, man? What'd you see? Anything? Anything yes, pop out to you? Absolutely. Well, as everyone knows, the opening night game uh, is a rematch of the Super Bowl. That's right. the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought I read that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so Carolina's at Denver. Uh, I didn't know this till just now because I was researching it because uh, somebody posted in the sports group about. Uh, Jalen Ramsey said that if he gets drafted by the Browns, he's retiring from football. Wow. And, uh, cause I had thought the Cleveland Denver Buffalo trade went down. I guess. Yeah. You told me that. And I was like banking on it. And I went to read the next day. I was like, man, it's motherfucker. Just yeah. Tyrod Taylor won't agree to a deal with Denver. Yeah. And that's where the problems come in. That's the same problem they've had with trying to trade Kaepernick to Denver. Well, here's the thing. Denver wants to pay a starting quarterback $7 million. That's just not it's cool. It's not going to happen. Well, the way they view it is they're paying premium backup quarterback money but you're going to end up starting a guy anyhow you know what i mean so it's not really well look you've already signed your backup you signed mark sanchez mm-hmm. you keep messing around he's going to be your starter right and you can kiss the playoffs goodbye playoffs yeah but they'll still be a competitive team based on how great that defense is yeah maybe yeah uh let mark sanchez play for you let's think about how i'm good competitive man. i know that's your boy and all yeah man ac <laughs> slater looking ass all right so uh, so of course all divisional games are key matchups, but some of that stick out to me. We already know that yeah. uh, those teams play each other every year. Whoever Dallas is playing, 
Like when they played the Giants or Washington, my eyes are on that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in week one, uh, these I just I, I highlighted some games for each week. We're on, we'll talk about them. Okay. Carolina Denver on that Thursday night, which will be pretty huge. That'd be awesome, yeah. Uh, Denver started Carolina last- whooped that ass. Probably. You can try to get it back, man. Uh, the Giants are at the Cowboys, and the Patriots are at the Cardinals. So okay, that's a good week. That's a good week to start off. Yeah, uh, and then week two, Dallas is Washington. Uh, the Colts visit the Broncos. Uh, then the following week uh, on a Thursday night, which I don't like Thursday night games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're always sloppy and all normally one sided. Usually the home team yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah, but this Thursday night game. Uh, has Houston at New England, who I think are the two best teams in the AFC going in. You do, yeah. I, I think do. Houston's. I do. Brock Osweiler setting them over that much. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm I not. Disagree. I don't think he's an elite quarterback, but yeah. I think he's a good quarterback. Yeah. And he's much better than anything they've had. Uh, I don't think he's that much better. Even. Uh, you saw they released Brian Hoyer today. I did. Yeah. What's that tell you? <laughs> yeah. I just don't think he's anything. No, I know. To I, I, put he, him has, over. he hasn't proven it. Yeah. Uh, this is just. It's just what I think. That's I, my opinion. I understand. I, I like him getting Lamar Miller. Mm-hmm. I think it's an upgrade from what they have from an injury prone Arian Foster. True. We got Bernard Hopkins. I think you pick up a receiver in a Denard draft. Bernard Hopkins. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, you pick up a receiver in a draft to play the other side of him. Uh, you already got that championship type defense set up like Denver had. Their defense is great. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So I'll give them that. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're set up to be the best team along with the Patriots in the AFC. If not the whole NFL. So I'm gonna say they don't win their division. Really? You think the Colts? I think the Colts are Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville will be much better. I was talking to uh, a buddy of mine, Aaron, this morning when I went to put up the truck at one of my jobs, and um he's a Titan fan, so we're talking about the Titans. I was about to bring that up too, man, yeah. They made that big huge trade and They did. I'm not trying to hijack your scheduling. No, absolutely thing. not, yeah. man. We, 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 you know, we got 30, 40 minutes to go over this, so we got time to kill. Yeah. So, but uh so did that trade not happen before last week's show? No, it happened after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then let's talk about it because uh, that's my fault. Um, no, nah, no big deal. So, uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, huge trade. Basically, Gigantic. Basically, it's an RG3 deal all over again. Because, mm-hmm. you know, St. Louis, Washington traded with St. Louis to get all them picks to get RG3. And that was a mistake, correct? Well, it turns out that way now. Yeah. Now, now I'm going to say this, man. Why I'm not a fan of Jeff Fisher, mm-hmm. right? I feel this way no matter who the team is. If you feel like that's your guy, mm-hmm. you know, now they have a lot going on. They're going into L.A. Uh, so you need some kind of sell some tickets. Uh, but if you think this is your guy, whether it's Wentz, Golf, which I don't think they're franchise quarterbacks. Right. I like Golf. I don't know about Wentz. Yeah. But just doing my little research so far, Golf, I think I, I kind of like him. Yeah, well, he's done it on, on a higher level, right? Yeah. Instead of North Dakota State, right? That, and just, ne- he's more accurate. I haven't heard a lot about Wentz till the combine. Right. You know what I mean? So, I, I just measurable. And he played in a team that was overmatching all the other teams. Mm-hmm. They were like four championships in a row. But they were like, still Division Two, Exactly. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they had the best team. Yeah. Like, by me looking at some of his tape, like – the scores are like 41 to nothing. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. they're whooping people's ass every week. So, to me, when he takes that jump, not even taking the jump up to the higher level college, playing those teams, mm-hmm. you're jumping all the way up to the NFL. To the pros. And Absolutely. it's going to be a rude awakening for him, I believe. But I'm not sold on him being a franchise guy. Yeah. But like I was saying, if you think this is your guy, because you, quarterback is so important, mm-hmm. uh, you do what you got to do to get him. Now, I'm not a fan of giving up three first-round picks and your second-round pick and 
You're giving up six picks. Two firsts, two seconds, and two thirds. Yeah, man. That's that's a lot. That's way too much, man. And I think it's a mistake, and it's going to cost them. You're going to see here in the next couple of years, while they've done a great job of building that t- team with lack of quarterback, of course. Yeah. Quarterback's always been the big glaring hole on the Rams. Mm-hmm. While they've done a great job building that team like that, it's because they garnered all those picks from Washington. Yes. They had, you know, they can make luxury picks and do those sort of things. And now you're giving those, and you do have a good roster, but you're even starting to lose guys now. You yeah. saw this year they lost like four guys, I think it was. Yeah, because they were trying to free up to sign. Uh, who were they trying to get? They were trying to sign. I think it might have been them trying to re-sign Jenkins, who ended up leaving anyhow. Janoris yeah, Jenkins. That might have been. I think they were trying to sign somebody else. But wasn't nobody going to L.A. But anyway. But I just think that it's going to – you're going to see here in the next few years, they're not going to have these picks to kind of reload that roster. Yeah, man. And it's going to hurt them, man. Yeah, man. And here in the next two years, it's really going to hurt them. You know, it's really going to look bad because once you fire Jeff Fisher after next year or the year after that, mm-hmm. the guy that comes in doesn't have first-round picks for right. a couple of years. Well, it's, it's just this year and next year. So if you fire – No, they got one in 2018 as well. Really? Yeah, they got a first-round pick in 2018. See, I thought they got this one one they got damn that's even worse yeah yeah well you said it yourself uh you said three first round no two two and two okay so it was two first round two second rounds two third rounds they gained two first round picks yeah this year they swapped first round picks and they gained two extras they gained 2017 and 2018 wow that's seven picks man (laughs) it's crazy for for they gave up three picks but they're all First round, fourth yeah. round, sixth round, some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, and, uh, but they gave up all their first. They gave up. They mortgaged their future. Now, if this guy turns out to be the guy. Like I said, if you feel like he's your guy, you got to go get him. Yeah, you know, because uh, the Rams are about fifteen or sixteen. And uh, I just don't think that's the way to do it, man. Absolutely, you take not. a quarterback wherever you can. You know, it's it's proven that you can get quarterbacks in you know every round of the draft. Because even know? even these guys, because golf's from California, right? Uh, he's not going to sell out. The L.A. Stadium. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's ludicrous, man. And L.A.'s proven to be fair-weather football fans. You yeah. know? They're not going to come to the games if you're not winning. You no. Know? Yeah. And even if you're winning, they, they may the first year just because of the excitement of having the NFL back. Yeah, because they'll give away free tickets. Yeah. It's a bad football team. It is, man. You it is a mean? bad team. Uh, with a, a very overrated head coach leading the way. Uh, but so, back to what we were saying before that. Uh, but I just want to be on board, bad trade. Absolutely. And I, I think I even concur. worse, by them seeing the benefits of the other end of that kind of trade, you to make better. that trade again. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be end up horrible it's for ass them. nine for sure. Yeah. Uh, so bring it back to the AFC South. As you said, you think the Colts would probably win that division? Colts or Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville would be much better. And I think Houston's better too, but I'm just not sold on Osweiler. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, and, you and know, I think the other two teams have the better quarterback, so that's why, yeah, you know what I mean? You I'm, take them. And yeah. I think ten, this thing, you'll see, Tennessee, it's going to help Tennessee out in the long haul. Not this year, not next year, but three or oh, four yes. years down the road, they're going to be oh, a much yes. better team. They will, man. And yeah. They've done good moves. Like uh, DeMarco Murray's a good fit for them. Yeah. Uh, and that's all that new GM from the Patriots. Yeah. The guy that's come in, he's done a great job. The only thing that I would really give him a bad mark on is keeping him more larky. Yeah. You know, your interim coach. I thought that was kind of a bad move. I think move. that was a uh, coach by default. Like, didn't nobody want to come there. Yeah. I mean, you fire Wizard Hunt after less than two seasons, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. He's a super guy. Coach who got to the Super Bowl, man. But the GM, I like what he's doing so far. Yeah. I mean, he's it looks, good it looks great. Yeah, it does. Um, it looks great. You get, uh, you, you trade for DeMarco Murray, mm-hmm. you know, you 
give away a a BS. You swap pick. you swap fourth round picks. That's all you had yeah. to do. Yeah. Not a big deal. No, because uh, Philly was giving away, and I think what you say, uh, Demarco Murray in Philly isn't what you're going to get. He yeah. was misused, bad fit. It's just a bad fit. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't make sense, and um, it was like Philly just signed him so Dallas couldn't have him. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, that did not work out well. But that's not how you run an organization right? playing keep away. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, but I think Tennessee will be much better. I think that whole division will hover around 500 or better. That division's on this way up. Seven to ten wins mm-hmm. uh, for the whole division. But we'll go more than that as we get closer to the season. Try to pick wins after the draft. Right. Teams settle down. Uh, so we'll go back to the scheduling. Uh, and week oh, – I think a four or five week, something like that. Yeah. Uh, week uh, looks like – Five maybe yeah five. Dallas is at San Francisco. Yeah, uh, big game. You know, it's all eyes on Dallas. Anytime they travel one of our teams, you know, mm-hmm. that's marquee. That's a marquee game for me. But the rest of the world is not going to care. They're going to smash us. Chip man. Kelly's played well against. He's coached well against Dallas. It, we got a lot of holes still. Like yeah. nothing's really been addressed so far. I don't know if they're thinking. Let's smoke clear. See, see, see what Let happens in the draft, mm-hmm. and then try to sign what's left. Or I just don't know. Just what let doing. it settle, man. Yeah, I think you are going to be better than people think. Because I, I think Chip Kelly's a really good coach. I think so too. And uh, but Kansas City's at Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football that week. That's an interesting matchup. Oh, that'll be a great game to watch. Then the next week, Dallas Green Bay, uh, Seattle Arizona. Then the week after that, Arizona plays Carolina. Philadelphia's at Dallas. Uh, then the next week, Kansas City, Carolina is a good matchup. Dallas, Pittsburgh, Seattle, New England, uh, Cincinnati, and the Giants. And then we have Thanksgiving Day. What do you, what do you think about this Thanksgiving Day lineup? Okay. Uh, of course, Dallas and Detroit always host on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota's at Detroit. Okay. All right. So that yeah. could be a big game. Yeah. Uh, wavering on the division. Uh, Washington's at Dallas. And then, that could be huge too. And then yeah. Pittsburgh's at Indianapolis, so all these games could have playoff implications. Definitely. And you know, I guess it's around week twelve or so. And then that Monday night is Green Bay at Philadelphia. Wow. So uh, it's a good week. Yeah, man. You know, it'll, business will be picking up. Uh, and then Dallas, Minnesota, Giants, Pittsburgh, Washington, Arizona, Carolina, Seattle, and then you start getting into all your divisional games. All the divisional games are always huge, right? right. Anytime Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Eagles all play each other, same thing with Seattle, Arizona. Right. Uh, I think the AFC East is going to be a whole lot better. Yeah. Uh, I think they were great last year. They were good. I, I thought they were the best division last year. You may be right. Yeah. Uh, because the NFC North kind of fell back with Baltimore not being that good. Because mm-hmm. normally they got three playoff Yeah, AFC teams. North. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think those that those games will be really good, too. You talk I, about divisional games. Yeah. They have some good games there, yeah, too. I, yeah. They're smash mouth. Like, the records don't matter. Right. When divisional teams play. And, you know, that's so why I try to, like, somebody will say, uh, oh, they lost to this team. Like, you play them twice a year. You know what I mean? You could pretty much now if you have a high profile team like <clears throat> say you have the Patriots and uh the Dolphins are down, you know, it's gonna be what it is, but Dolphins will still be competitive because it's a divisional game. Right. And uh same thing with Buffalo, uh whomever. And um cause I was over your house Friday night and we were talking about this. You're not you didn't like Miami's moves as much as I did. Right. Uh, but I think Miami would be much improved. But like we both agree it's all about what this coach does. At Tannehill. Tannehill's the key, you know. So yeah. all those other moves will be superficial. It all just lies on Tannehill and the new coach. That marriage. Yeah. What the coach is huge, up. man. Yeah. The coach is huge. Adam Gaze. If he See, can- I'm I'm kind of inclined to believe that he's something good. 
Yeah. But Tannehill, I'm still on the fence about, man. You know. But, but I, I'm, I'm going to chalk him up to Philbin. Yeah. Who I wasn't a fan of, and you know, mm-hmm. so. Well, Tannehill's got all the talent in the world. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of putting up, put it, connecting and, the dots. And he takes a lot of hits, and he stays in there. Right. And he's uh, tough. Yeah. Coach's son. They need to fix their running back situation. Uh, they might address that in the draft. Yeah, well, you're going to have to. I think point. it's between you you guys and Miami for, for Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Yeah. I hope Miami gets him. Uh, I'm just not a fan of taking a running back in that early. I'm not a fan of it at all. You yeah. Know. There's too many good running backs in the draft. You can get one later on, man. And there's so many like guys you can just kind of pick up, man. You mm-hmm. know? And it doesn't matter how good your running back is if you don't have a good offensive line and so forth, yeah. you know. So yeah, I just think there's so much you can do because most mo- majority of teams run a two running back set anyway. Right. I mean, maybe Elliott's the real deal. They say he is. They say he's strong in every aspect: pass blocking, catching, running the ball, everything. So yeah. Well, it may work out then. You know, I I'm not a fan of it. They man. say you, you guys are really linked to him a lot. I see in every mock draft we're right. going to take him. Um, but that shit's hardly ever right. You know what I mean? Like, but everybody's yeah, that. right. I know that, but at the same time, like you see this shit every year in the mock drafts. Like this guy's linked to this team over and over and over, and it just something random happens because no one's really showing their true colors, their true hand. Like, mm-hmm. And if you do act like you want someone, to me, that's more trying to get someone to dra- uh, trade draft picks with you. Yeah. You know, if you show too much interest in something, to me, that's a good uh, barometer of you're trying to get someone to be a trade partner. Right. Yeah. yeah that makes perfect sense. Um, but I don't want Elliot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make that. But back to Miami. I'm inclined to agree with you, yeah. though, on, on the running back so early. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I think Todd Gurley was a beast. See, I would have drafted Gurley early. Yeah. But I, I believe too. in him more. I think he's a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, Adrian Peterson type of guy. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but back to Miami, I like their moves on defense. Yeah. Like, uh, you didn't like signing Mario Williams. He's just going to play pass rushing downs. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's not that I didn't like him, and I don't th- think he doesn't fit. I think you can put anyone in that role next to Cameron Wake and Sue and you know what I mean? You have all these strong players that garner most of the attention. Mm-hmm. You can stick anyone over there on the other side. So me, you're like kind of wasting money. You know right. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can put anybody over there. I did like the trade for uh, Kiko Alonso. Maxwell, I'm kind of on the fence about, but I do like Alonzo a lot. Yeah, Maxwell's a good player. He's not a number one corner. He's not a shutdown guy. But maybe that's what they need him for after losing Grimes. I don't know what their, you know, makeup is. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, and you had to let Grimes go because of the wife situation. Exactly. Uh, but I'll say this about Maxwell, man. Uh, they put him on an island, and I remember from week one, like we played Atlanta. Julio, so Julio Jones, Ooh, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a nightmare. And the next week it was Des Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it was like murderous row. You know what I mean? Well, that's the NFL these days, though. Yeah. You know, the number one receivers are freaks usually, you know? Yeah. and uh, But in that division, there's not as much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. in the NFC Patriots East. Patriots don't have shit. In the NFC East, you have Deshaun Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr., Des Bryant. Right. You know what I mean? Then you have Julio Jones in Atlanta. The best receiver in that division is Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's a, a really good player. Yeah, he's awesome, yeah. Uh, he's but, a, but it's not Julio, you know what no, I mean? He's not that type of athletic type of guy. He's just right. a really good player. Uh, uh, maybe stepping up to that uh, level, maybe Sammy Watkins. And uh, I, I seen him towards the end of the last year kind of well, stepping up more and more. I just think 
He's one dimensional. He needs a quarterback too. Yeah. So well, I, I, think, I like Tyrod, but he's not a great passer. You no, know what I mean? He, he's proficient. He's just not great. There's two things Taylor uh, can do. He can take off and run, and he can throw the ball deep. Right. Which I think goes well with Sammy Watkins. I think Sammy Watkins is the same along the lines. I think he's a little bit better, like catching over the middle than Deshaun Jackson. But he's that same kind of guy to me. To me, he's a bigger, he's, stronger type guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's a home run hitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's what Sammy Watkins is. I'm going to take this second right here. It's another shout out for Side Street. 35 South Florence. Come on down. Uh, Monday through Friday, four to seven. Uh, happy hour. Get some strong drinks. And uh, I don't know why I say it like that every time I say it, but I do. Uh, Thirty five South Florence. Come on down. Uh, the other, other side is Red Bar. If you want to smoke, cigar shop. Get over there. Have a good time. Flat screens everywhere. Uh, four to seven. Happy hour. Monday through Friday. Sunday is brunch. Ten to two. Uh, best brunch in Midtown. And pasta uh, nights. What Tuesday? Tuesday night and Wednesday night steak steak night. night. And yeah. uh, they got a hell of a grill cook. Yeah. And um, sexiest grill cook in Midtown <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna bring this back. I just got this note. Uh, Steph Curry's not gonna play tonight. Okay. So will they over under ten points? What do you say? Over. Still over ten points. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Houston. Like not not as a person. I, don't, I just don't like the way that team is set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, chemistry wise, I don't like the way they play together. Um, you, you need some, it, that team's going to be broken. It's going to be a totally different team. Howard's got to go, man. Oh, absolutely. I think that's the cancer, though. Yeah, you know, it seems like his last few stops, he's really made things. Worse. I hope he goes to Golden State. <laughs> Tear that team up. Uh, so Grizzlies are eighteen point underdogs. Uh, heading into game two with San Antonio. That's got to be one of the biggest uh, point spreads in playoff history. I don't know what it is, but I, 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 it's hard to imagine that someone else is basically almost a 20-point underdog in a right. playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is not a playoff team. This is not a, uh indication on the Memphis Grizzlies. This no. team is a, a D-League team type team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because uh, I was listening to Chris Ferns today, as I mentioned earlier, and who has a really good show. And uh, Best he, in the business, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's in local at least. No, I give it to him, especially locally. And he's really yeah. – all these guys you see on the radio now, they came from his show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Calkins, absolutely. Gary Parish. He started them all. I'm a big you know? Colin Cowherd guy. Oh, you know Cowherd's I mean? amazing, man. That's a national level show. But for my money, Vernon's my favorite show. Man. Vernon's good. I love Vernon. Vernon's yeah. good because uh, he talks about the things I'm interested and, in. And here's the thing about Chris Vernon, uh, who has a really good show. Uh, he's about our age group, right? You know what I mean. So he saw what we saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. He's he's kind of animated, like we're animated. You know what I mean. Kind of the same discussions. The only bad thing I would say is he's a fucking Cowboys he fan. Is a Cowboys well, at least fan. Rosers are Niners fans. So that kind of balances I don't the show like out. Roser. <laughs> I love Roser, man. Roser's the shit, man. I don't like Roser. What were you talking about originally, though? But uh, so with the Grizzlies being eighty point underdogs, Chris Vernon. What was he talking about? I got something I can bring up. Go you, ahead. I would. Uh, I heard this on Vernon show. Uh-huh. We just fucking do the Chris Vernon show here. But anyways, uh, he brought up today that, and it's been on Memphis radio all day. Mm-hmm. Reggie Miller said. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go. Reggie Miller said that he could win a game along with all his. The TNT staff. Yeah. Shaq, Kenny, Charles Barkley, Chris Webber. Dennis Scott, uh, Bonesberry, and I don't know why, but they said Kobe also. <laughs> like, why is Kobe in that mix? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like he can have Kobe too. But he said he could win a game at first, and then he turned it 
totally and said he thinks that they could probably win the series against this Grizzly team, which is ludicrous, man. It is. It's an asinine statement to me. Yeah, it's and Reggie Miller's, who I do not like as a player, being that division rival and mm-hmm. whatnot. I rooted for him. I'm not going to lie. I just a Bulls hater. I rooted for him against the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, not against the Magic or the Knicks. Uh, See, I rooted for him against the Knicks and the Bulls. and Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't. Because I, I hated Rick Smith. Right? Yeah. I couldn't stand the the Dutchman. The Dunkin' Dutchman. I never seen him fucking dunk. You know he can I mean? dunk, man. Yeah. He's like hanging on the rim He's from the seven ground. Foot four, man. <laughs> but he, he was a good player. Him, and, the uh, Davis brothers. Good ass squad, man. Oh, I'm about to bring up something good. Uh but back to Reggie Miller's statement, because you know, Chris Vernon kept saying Grizzlies didn't even have the, the biggest loss deficit. You know what right. I mean? Right. And you're jumping on us. You're jumping on us, man. I just I I, I thought it was petty. Right. And he's a really good an uh, analyst. Like I yeah. he's much better than I thought he would be. Uh, but he's really good at what he does. Uh but that was an asinine statement. So I'm gonna bring this up. Have you seen did you have something you want to say? I was just gonna say the Grizz would run him out of the gym. Oh, absolutely. Just any of those unless you play five minute quarters like two K. <laughs> they couldn't win a D League game. No. You know, those guys are just too young and athletic, man. They could beat yeah. them up and down too much. So, have you seen the uh, ESPN 30 for 30 about the Magic? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, so, what do you – what do you, do you think that Shaq messed that team up? As, as your buddy Chucky was uh, uh, saying, he thought that Shaq kind of blew the team up. I've always been a Shaq guy. You know this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big Shaq fan. Even bigger Penny fan, being course, from Memphis. Of course. Yeah. But – even Shaq admitted so during the documentary, you know, and the documentary pretty much chronicled how he kind of got, you know, in his feelings about Penny getting the attention and, you know, uh, Alonzo got this contract, so I got to get this contract now, that that sort of thing. But the, I think even bigger so, the magic fucked that up. Yes, that's that's what I think is. Because, you lowballed him, man. Yeah, man. You don't tell a guy like that. You don't try to do a guy like that that kind of way. Yeah. And Jerry West swooped in and- Absolutely. Told know. him what he wanted to hear. Yep. Sweet music. Now he's a Laker. Yep, exactly. Um, but you can't put that all on Shaq. Shaq's no. a young young guy, man. Young yeah, man. man. You know? and, and you know, the funny thing is, you didn't do a good job of settling down your two stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Penny handles the ball all the time. This is a- as we talked about Gurley, once in a life, Shaq is a once in a lifetime right. guy, and you mm-hmm. can see it from the beginning, right? Uh, and Penny Hardaway was that next level type of Magic Johnson and type. Penny of guy. was super unselfish. Yeah, you know he didn't hog the ball at all. Yeah, the only time he really stepped up and got a lot of shine is when Shaq was down. Mm-hmm. You know they said Shaq was down a while, and he had to step up in order to carry that team to the playoffs. You know, yeah, and, and you have to pay him too. Yeah, you know what I mean. And at the time. Uh, even though you had great centers like Robinson, Akeem, and all that. Oh, the greatest, man. That that but, was the age of the center back then. But, you know, Magic are thinking, basically, if we can put it in these terms, Penny's LeBron before LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got to sign this guy. He has the ball. He was supposed to be play. the next Magic Johnson. Yeah. So, you, know? you got to – of course you're going to pay him out too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean we're going to – we're not low-balling Shaq. To pay Penny, you gotta let that be understood. Yeah, you know what I mean. They did a bad job of managing. See, that I whole think scenario. what a big problem for the Magic was it came too easy for them. Mm-hmm. They got lucky and got those back to back top picks, man. And I think it was just a little too easy for them, and they mishandled it, man. Yeah, you know, 
You would never see something bungled like that these days, man. No, nah, man. No. But it, it was a very good special. No, it was the, amazing. The, the 3030s are. My favorite part was uh, the end when they were just hanging out. Yeah. I could have watched an hour of them just hanging out talking yeah, about man. it, you know. But you could, I you mean, could feel, feel the st- uh, the hurt in Penny still when he was talking to him about apolo- Shaq basically apologized. Yeah. And I could just taste, see the damn hurt. Because, you know, you know like. Chucky was saying he wanted to blame Shaq. Orlando mm-hmm. did the same thing with Penny. Right. You know what I mean? You just kind of... They shitted on him, too? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So, how can you... I just don't think you can blame Shaq when they did it to both of them. Right. You know? Uh, Shaq had to left. Penny Shaq had, got had hurt. Shaq had his part in it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. But, but But ultimately, but like it was the stated, Magic's fault. Like you stated, he was 25 years old or yeah, whatever it was, yeah, man. He what was. do you want him to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's out here making movies and got a video game and all types of stuff going on. Right. You know? And you saw, too, his agent looked super seedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, shady. Yeah. He was a, looked like a seedy character. And, uh-huh. and I think he played... He always wanted Shaq in L.A. Yeah. You know? So he played back a big then, part in that. As very opposed to now, even though Darnell won't admit it, uh, back then you had to play in a big market to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though Miami threw 100 at Alonzo. Especially getting paid off the uh, court, mm-hmm. you know, getting the endorsement deals. Yeah. And it, it, it's a lot easier now to get around and do yeah, different things, absolutely. you know. But uh, I, I thought it was a really good special. Um, Top notch, man. One of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. That one and the Scott Hall one. Probably my it was good too, yeah. favorite ones, but uh, that might not even been a third. That was just an E60 thing, yeah. That was E60, yeah. Um, but very good, man. Um, so do you think, uh, moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny Hardaway, do you think he'll be brought on as an assistant coach for the Memphis State Tigers? I think it's wishful thinking, you know, that's what people want to believe because you give what Toby Smith three years. He's I mean, old, man. He was he was old when we were young. But he's old. But now all we're the old. Co- all the college coaches are his age. All the great ones are. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's not a you know aberration or anything. I stated this on a it's show. Like the rest of the coaches are forty. You know yeah. what I mean. All of them are sixty something years old. And I stated this on a show way back during the college basketball season that Toby Smith was uh, one of two coaches to take five different teams to yeah. the NCAA Him tournament. And Kruger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it, was, it was a great hire. Yeah, it was. Uh, I and I think it would be great to get Penny, but you would you'd have to think, man, he'd what if things are going really well in three or four or five years, whatever it is, and you know, he doesn't want to give up coaching, you know? Yeah. What if he's on the brink of winning a championship, you know? And Penny's sitting there, you know, idled up, ready to go. And he goes to Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think Penny it would do Penny some good to do some assistant coaching in college mm-hmm. ranks, but and I would love to have him on the team. I think it would be a good hire. It would help you get an in on all the Memphis talent, you know? Yeah. You'd have your pick of any of the Memphis guys. Yeah. I think it would be huge on recruiting I mean, in the yeah. whole area. You know, mm-hmm. this is a, a star. And uh, But like Paris said on his show, does Penny want to work that kind of lifestyle? Because the assistant coaches are who get leaned on. Yeah. They're the ones, you know, making all the long trips and doing all the phone calls, working the long hours. You know, is that something that Penny wants to commit to right now? Because right now he doesn't have it so bad. You're just coaching a call, um, a high school team. Mm-hmm. The Pacers beat the uh, Raptors beat the Pacers, so that series is tied up at one. Let's see this Maverick score right quick. Because after this, we're gonna go by my crib and watch the little bit of the Golden State game, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, Mavericks are up one in the fourth mm. on the Thunder, huh? They're a tough team. Like, you know, 
I heard this. I think it was Doc Rivers that said this when he played for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, I think he's talking about the playoffs. He's like, man, I'd rather lose by 25 than lose by one. Yeah. Lose by 25, you can chalk it up to being a bad day. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's one loss. Yeah. Like, no matter how much you lose by, it's one loss. Because I thought about this, like, making this a rule. We talk about, I talk about all kinds of crazy shit, like, like switching up rules and stuff. But I was like, man, I think that in the playoffs, if you lose by, like, we'll set a, 35 points mm-hmm. <laughs> it should count as two losses <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like let's end this series yeah let's get the shit uh, over with yeah man um, but I mean that that would never happen but I mean you know if that's the average margin of vic- like you're losing by you lose by 12 and you lose by 35 man that's all right. I don't think it's normal for you know to be this big of ass whoopings no it's this not this seems like and a that's where it's, it's kind of you can kind of see this as being a rule like man yeah. if you can't even if you can't compete you know what I mean? But they're never going to give up on the, the TV money and extra, you know, yeah, like the Grizzlies, is, as bad as they are, they still get two home games. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, let me ask you this. Let me get your opinion on this. Because they, I was listening to it during, I guess it was while I was watching the Clipper and Blazer game last night. Because mm-hmm. they were talking about DeAndre Jordan should be the first team All-NBA center. Yeah. I argue Drummond's, maybe right. biasly, maybe not. Uh, I heard someone else talking about it on a national show, and they brought up both Drummond's and Jordan. Because I, I proposed this in our sports group, and uh, Darnell and Rex both said uh, Cousins, who I think is probably the best center in the league. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you, you're the first team. You played on a really bad team. He doesn't deserve it. No. Yeah. No. And you know, I think he's the best center in the league. He could uh, be. You know, and you look at his stats, 27 and 11 and three assists and all that. It's cool, man. Drummond's had 66 double-doubles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was way more than anybody else. Right. And uh, not to mention the 2020 games that he, he started off on fire. You know, right. First month of the season. But, you know. Uh, I think it's a two-horse race, though. Yeah. It's Jordan but, and, and Drummond. But I, I, how does it – the Pistons won 12 more games this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they took a step. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Jordan. What did he do that was any? He's a great defensive no, player. No, I think a great thing he did was Griffin went down and he stepped up yeah. and helped carry that team. You know, and put them solidified them in a top four yeah. seed. I'm not trying to dismiss him. Yeah, but he's not part of the offense. I think he is. I, I mean, they no, don't, I think he's developed his game this year. Like, I don't think he's just catching alley oops every play. I think he actually they throw the ball into him and he makes. You know, big man moves. And two of the worst free throw shooters in the history of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's the center of the four you, though. Yeah, man. it's crazy, man. It's only a few centers who shoot them well. And Drummond's had such good form. Yeah. Like, this is, I just wish they'd take the big guys. Because people don't know this rule about free throws. You can shoot them from any side in that free throw line, in that little circle. Mm-hmm. You can shoot them from anywhere in there. Yeah. You don't have to be on the free throw line. Right. So the bigger, stronger guys step back a foot or two. And maybe the shots won't go so long. I say let them run up to the line and <laughs> jump as far as they can. Uh, you can't jump. <laughs> yeah. You can't jump. Uh, well, shit, man. I ain't got too much more to talk about, man. Bobo really? not coming in. Messed up your uh, plans. You been watching Raw? Not really, man. No. It's I think up, I'm a little hungover. It's setting up pretty good for another pay- – the next pay-per-view is going to be better than Mania. You think so? Yeah, man. I mean, the four matches – the tag team match will be good. Whoever wins the tournament, uh, uh, AJ Styles and Roman Reigns will be interesting. Enzo and Cass are going to get that. I don't think the they'll straps. win the tournament. I think they're going to get the straps. You can't put them against the New Day. That's what you need to do. No, it's two baby faces. But I just think them going head to head, all that shit talking, 
You know what I mean? Two of the best, you know, on the mic yeah. factions. Yeah. No, it'd be, you get oh, that going, it'd man. It'd be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring this up. Uh, if you're not doing anything next Saturday, April 30th, the day before my birthday. It's the Mayhem, right? Millington Mayhem the third. Uh, Our guy Q, Poker Face. Yes. Uh, who was a, a very good guest on here on the road to WrestleMania. But I will be performing, and I, I beg for a one-on-one matchup. Who are you uh, going to fight? I don't know. Yeah. I just want it to be one-on-one. You Last don't want to tag it up? Oh, I hate tag team wrestling. Even though I'm a tag team champion. I'm having a lot of fun doing it with Motley <laughs> Cruz and Dyersburg. Uh, but I'm not a tag team type of guy. Uh, but the last time I did the Millington Mayhem, because he does them just a few times a year, spot shows. Right. And, uh, but uh, I had to do a three-way dance. And mm. it's just, oh, and dude was kind of soft. And it was, yeah. and he's a big guy. And it, oh, I don't, then I watched it and it was even worse than I thought it was. Like, well, you know, this, this year is not going to be like that. It's going to be a good match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's all good wrestlers. Right. Like, it's no big names like Jerry Lawler, but there's a lot of, some of the best wrestlers in the territory. I there. watched the promo video, man. It was a good it video. It was a good video. You're on there at least, at least seven times. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. I'm the beast, man. You know, um, right. I'm a very, I'm a very underrated wrestler in the territory, man. People often forget about me till I show up and then they're like, they remember, and uh, <clears throat> I don't get the respect I deserve. No. So maybe I just need to show up and crack some heads. But I'm going to say this, man. Uh, last week, a uh, dude I knew from wrestling named Devon Day, he died. I heard right? about this, yeah. Uh, he had a heart attack, passed away. Sad story. I'm not going to talk about him, even though I learned two things from him. Okay. That I remember. This was like five years ago when I first was Judas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two things. One, because uh, he's real cool and calm, collected in the back, you know, what's up, and real caring. Like, I had, had a broken shoulder from wrestling Joel's ass. Um, and uh, so I, and he's, you know, has a shoulder and constantly, like, he'd message me, how you doing? And, like, the nice guy. Genuinely nice guy. And we got out to the ring. Like, I was in the ring with him. Like, I came out. We, just, we were just whooping people. We were the bad guys, you know. And uh, I saw the look in his eye. Like, he was a different guy. Right. And I understood right then about gimmick. And persona and how you, when you come between that curtain, flipping it on and it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And the other thing he told me in the back, he's like, man, when you're being a heel, he said, you just got to cheat because you want to, not because you have to. Mm-hmm. He said, when you ain't got nothing going on, he said, just bite the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he said, people eat that shit up. You know right. what I mean? Just start biting them for no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're winning. Just start choking them. You know what I mean? Right. But the biting thing stuck with me and I actually do it now. And, um, but those two things stuck with me. But here's what bothered me. And I don't know this is to be truly accurate, but I'm going to say whatever I want, right? Because mm. it's my show and I don't care, right? right. Uh, uh, there was a, there was another federation that I'm not going to name, uh-huh. TIWF in Trenton, Tennessee. Uh, yeah. This past Saturday night, they held a memorial and inducted him into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, now, his body uh, has not even sunk into the ground completely. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The soil is still wet. Right. Uh, and what now, if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to apologize. But any company that will use a man's death to sell tickets, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, is a piece of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I think it's bad etiquette. I think it's bad business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bad karma, man. It is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, now, however, if they took all that money that they, they got – and gave, and gave it to, it to the family. Yeah. Then I, I totally rescind my statement, but I'll still throw it out there that if you use uh, a man's death mm-hmm. or anything like that just to sell tickets to get ass in the seats to capitalize on it, if you will. Yeah. 
you you deserve some of the worst things that could happen. Yeah, it's deplorable, man. Yeah, it's some and, uh, of the worst shit you so can do. So if that's the case, man, I, I I've never worked there. I've never wrestled there. I've never had any intention to twiff. <laughs> T-I-W-F <laughs> I don't know what it stands for But uh, I mean They've had some good wrestlers mm-hmm. And my problem isn't With the wrestlers Yeah Because uh, you know Because people will use Beneficial type of situations Like to get the boys To work for free Like to right. wrestle for free Because a lot of us Do benefits We don't get paid for that Right We do it to raise money Yeah You know what I mean So if And you don't wrestle here locally To make a lot of money anyway No If you do Then you're in the wrong business Yeah You you do it because you love the game Absolutely And uh, so we don't make a lot of money Doing this uh, Just off Based off door And guarantees and whatnot. Um, So if you use A man dying uh, Or even a kid's death uh, I've seen it done Really To bring people in And I've seen them Not give the money To who they said They were going to give it to Really uh yeah, it, it, I, I've never worked for that company again. And yeah, I never will. And um, but I mean, death is bad enough. You know what I mean? But it hurts so many people. But that's why they're still low budget and shit, man. Because yeah. they're doing a little petty ass shit like that. Yeah, man. Think it, of a real way to get your business on top. Yeah, man. man. Don't do no bullshit like that, yeah. man. I don't know what wrestlers work there, mm-hmm. but whoever it is, I have no beef with them. But if you can't draw with what you got. Right. Don't use that, man. That is sad situation, man. Because it's not, it's not a. Uh, it, first of all, it's just a horrible thing to do, anyhow. But it's not a way to sustain a long term growth no, or anything not. like that. You know, you're just trying to make a couple hundred bucks, man. Yeah, it's stupid, man. Yeah, man. It's pitiful, man. And yeah, it's petty. It's yeah. petty as fuck. And, right. Uh, but anyways, April thirtieth, uh, Millington Mayhem. Come on out to Millington's, the old basketball gym. I don't know what he calls it. It's off base now. They're not going to be profiting off anyone's death except for the no. person fighting Q. <laughs> <laughs> and he will perish. Um, but uh, it'll be a great show, man. I'd appreciate any kind of support. Uh, anything else you want to chime in? We're going to get out of here and go watch some basketball. Man, I don't know shit else to talk about. It was about, fun. Man. Next week, we're going to go over the NFL draft. I'll, I'll have plenty uh, <laughs> to say about that. I know you will, man. And, uh, if you want, I'll go ahead and start now. Nah, you man. can just keep recording, no. you know? No, nah, it's cool. Um but um so if you're good i'm good man uh 35 south florence side street grill uh they pay the bills man so come check them out man it's it's really good food good products strong drinks a couple hot chicks working there Uh, bobo get your ass on the show man bobo get your ass on the show um but that's all we got man because uh god is good to us man and uh for sure and uh amen i love my show i can't stress enough and i appreciate support Uh, And I'm out. Peace. This podcast is a production of OM Audio and the OM Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.